And a very good Friday morning, evening, afternoon, whatever the hell it is. <laughs> Joe Beningo, it is Friday. It is February 2nd. It's 2024. The Joe Beningo to Pain Podcast brought to you by the Hackensack Brewing Company, by Anita Discount Tire, and, of course, by DraftKings. Well, here we are in the absolute worst month of the year. I mean, is there a worse month than February? February stinks. It, I mean, there's no other way to say it. Now, here in beautiful New Jersey, where the sun has not shined now for at least two weeks, we have not seen the sun in New Jersey in at least 10 days, probably two weeks. I woke up again this morning. I got outside, opened the door. It's raining. It's raining again, again. It's wet on the ground. It's cold out. It's ugly. It's gloomy. It's disgusting. It's New Jersey. Typical New Jersey. Like, like, like what they need to do to get like the Chamber of Commerce postcard. This would be just take a picture of what it looks like outside right now in Jersey and just let that be the, the picture postcard. Welcome to beautiful New Jersey. You know what I mean? <laughs> and then in the background, they could have a picture of like the turnpike, right? And all the oil refineries or whatever the hell they are going down, you know, going down the turnpike. That's a nice picture. Anyway, what a disgrace. <laughs> It's the worst time of year in the sports world. Football's over. I understand the Super Bowl's next week, but football's over. It's over. It's over. Let's be real. And even though, of course, I watch the Super Bowl, every all the big, all the hardcore fans watch it. I mean, the Super Bowl's for everybody but the sports fan, right? Right now, it's for the Swifties, you know? Right now, let's be honest, okay? Can't wait to see Travis Kelsey, all the, all the Swifties wearing their Travis Kelsey jerseys. Let's go Chiefs, right? right? But that's next week. We'll talk about that next week. So this this Sunday will be the first Sunday since, you know, the beginning of September without football. And if you live up here in New Jersey where you can't play golf, now you can't play golf, you ain't playing golf with the weather being what it is, right? So what do you do? What do you do? Cry. Do you, my, my wife says you cry. A lot of crying. Do you clean the house? I mean, seriously, you clean the house? I mean, you know, is that what you do? You know, maybe you get you, you do that winter cleaning to get things, uh, you know, rolling a little bit. Do you, I mean, I don't know. Do you have a lot of sex? I mean, you could do that. <laughs> right? I mean, that's that's pretty good. You could do that. You know, unless uh, you don't have one to have uh, somebody to have sex with. I guess you could still have sex, but nevertheless. <laughs> be that as it may. You could do that, right? Right? You could do that. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. It's a good thing, right? I mean, but it's like, but what are you supposed to do? I mean, what else are you supposed to do? You could go out and run. Like, I, I wish I could run now. I can't. I, I do. I walk now. I haven't walked in a little bit because I've been a little out of it. I had my endoscopy Wednesday, and I guess everything went well. They told me it all went well and all of that. But I come out of there with a... Um, it's almost like a cold. I've been sneezing like crazy. My wife sneezes all day long. I've been sneezing like her. I'm starting to approach her, you know, three and a half, four <laughs> over under. So that's been, you know, that's been. But February stinks. I mean, really. Is there, it's by far the worst month of the year. Thank God it's got the least amount of days. Unfortunately, because it's a leap year, we got an extra day this year in February. So instead of having 28, we got 29. We got an extra day in February to feel to feel gloomy, you know? Like, it's not even close that this is the worst month of the year. 
Now, you're going to say to me, okay, well, if February is the worst month of the year, by a wide margin, March isn't so great either. The only thing that saves January is that you got the football playoffs. So that kind of saves January. You know, December, you know, at least you got Christmas and you got the holiday season. And obviously you got football going and all that, right? But once you get through that and you get into February, now you're in the dark, now you're in the dark days of the year, you know? Now you you know what I mean? You know how they like call like in baseball, they say August is like the dog days of the season. This is the dog days of the year now, you know? <laughs> You're doing a lot of barking right now. I mean, really, it stinks. I mean, there's no other way to say it. So you asked me anyway. Anyway, you can see we're doing a lot of sports here today. Anyway, you can say to me, say, okay, Joe, so if the worst month of the year is February, and it's by a wide margin, what is the best month of the year? Well, that's easy. The best month of the year is July, uh, okay? Let's be honest. July is the best month of the year. The middle of the summer, you know, you get up, it's 85 degrees. You actually see the sun. I mean, it does rain. What a concept, the sun. It does rain, of course. But I would say July is number one. And then, you know, number two is probably August. Maybe your three is June. You know, you know, May, maybe four, September five. You're in that area. Like, you know what I mean? But February is absolutely brutal brutal and march isn't too good either because now you get through february say, ah, we, we survived this this shitty month right <laughs> and then here comes march and you say ah, oh, and then march is crummy too and how bad is this so you get through feb let's say we get through february because really let's be honest we have not had i'm knocking on wood we have not had a major snowstorm here for really a couple of years now we had a little snow earlier earlier in june it really wasn't much June, God forbid. forbid. The global warming fanatics will be all over that. Anyway, the no, what I meant was January. So we had we had a little snow in January, right? A couple, few weeks ago, but really nothing. Maybe two or three inches. That was it. It was gone quick because it rained a couple days later, and was that was the end of it. So we haven't had a major snowstorm in in really about two and a half years here in, in this up here in New Jersey. So. Let's say we get through February with no snow, right? What's worse than now you're through February, not like maybe it's like the 10th of March or something like that. Now you're gearing up. Uh-oh, all the golf courses are going to be open soon. You're getting pumped up. I'm going to be on the course. Let's Don't go. Rocking and rolling. You know, you buy, you know, you, you, that is point. You're beyond Jones and for golf. I mean, you, you know, you're basically mainlining to try to. <laughs> You know, where's the heroin? You know, I mean, what are you going to, you know, let's go. But anyway, be that as it may. Don't worry, I'm not doing any heroin. God forbid no. that. But I'm just trying to be funny, which, you know, I, you know, sometimes I am. You know, but anyway. So usually when I'm trying to be, I'm not. But what, but anyway, just getting back to the disaster that, that February is. So you get through February, let's say, with no snow. Now you're like into almost the middle of March, and then you get that weird, that big nor'easter, right? Here it comes. Here comes 10 inches in the freaking middle of March. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, let's hope that doesn't happen. Let's hope. But anyway, so today's Groundhog Day, right? Right? Punxsutawney Phil, whatever the hell they call him, right? Yeah. Punxsutawney Phil, right? If he sees his, what is it? If he sees his shadow, it's six more weeks of winter, right? Yeah. Right? He didn't see it. 
But hello, how could he see his shadow when there's Wait, he didn't sun? see his shadow this year? No, so it's supposed to be an early spring. Oh, is that right? Because he sees his shadow all the time, doesn't he? I don't know. You know, I heard that I heard that what happened now that they are now canceled even though he didn't see his shadow, there's still gonna be six more weeks of winter. <laughs> In fact, it might be eight. How could he see his shadow? I don't know. I don't know. Remember the year remember remember a few years ago when the one of the really one of the great mayors in the history of New York. Like he's right up there, like he's right up there with Fior- Fiorello LaGuardia, Fior- Jimmy Walker, Fiorello LaGuardia, and and uh, and Rudy Giuliani. You know, and I'm talking about Bill De Blasio. He's right up there with with the great mayors in the history of New York, Robert Wagner, all these guys. Right? Remember a couple of years ago? I, I say that facetiously, of course, but. When he, I don't know what he was doing, but he actually, I, I guess, I don't know if it was Punxsutawney Phil or <clears throat> maybe it was Staten Island Steve or something like that. It's, I think it's the same name, but okay, it wasn't Staten Island Steve. But anyway, so <laughs> so anyway, so Bill, Bill in his intimate wisdom, by the way, he broke up with his wife. If you didn't know that, Bill in his intimate <laughs> wisdom drops the freaking the, the freaking groundhog and winds up killing it, right? But Oh, did it bite him? Oh, I don't remember if it bit him or not. Uh, Maybe it did. Did it bite Bloomberg? I don't know. Bloomberg was actually Bloomberg's kind of an ass, but at least he, (laughs) at least he was a good mayor. I, I, you know, I really, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, so today's Groundhog Day. If that excites you, it does not excite me in any way, shape, or form. I wish it was like the Fourth of July. It'd be a lot better. You know what I mean? <laughs> you know, that would be the Fourth of Memorial Day would even be better than the Fourth of July because we'd just be starting the summer. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So I'd be that would even be better if it was Memorial Day instead of Groundhog Day, but be that as it may. So anyway, but not only is it Groundhog Day today, but today is the day the music died. And if you're a big music guy like me, you know, February 2nd, 1959 was the day of the the tragic plane crash that killed Buddy Holly, the Big Bopper, and Richie Valens. If you, you know, if you are aware of guys like this, if you're a big rock and roll guy like me, you know that. So that was that was February 2nd, 1959, the day the music died. And of course, that song was immortal. Uh, that uh, day was immortalized in song by Don McLean with the uh, Bye Bye American Pie, which was, of course, uh, back in like 1972, something like that. And that song really just kind of, you know, uh, immortalizes uh, what happened on that day. So that was February 2nd, 1959. If you ever get a chance to see the movie La Bamba, which is about the life of Richie Valens, who, you know, were, uh, got, was on his way to being one of the great rock and roll stars, you know, the song La Bamba, uh donna old donna which was a big song uh come on let's go let's go now those were his three big songs and he was a kid i don't even think he was 20 years old yeah 17 years old when he died in that plane crash so that was february 2nd 1959 the day the music died and if you don't know the song check it out bye bye american pie by don mcclain which like i said really kind of immortalizes that day in song all right are, we, are you? Yes. He did not see his shadow. Today. And that's the first time in a million years, right? Usually he sees it every year. Yeah. So he, so Punxsutawney Phil today did not see his shadow. So that means that's, we're getting an early spring. Is yes. that what that means? It says if there is no shadow, he has predicted that spring will arrive early. Oh, well, there you go. So there's hope, guys. See that? 
There's hope. Spring will arrive early. It was just the 21st time. In, I bet he's predicted an early spring. In how many years? Like 200? How Since many? Since the late 1900s. Since the late 1900s. Yes. So let's say the late 1900s would be what? 18, 1887. Oh, 1887. Okay. The first Groundhog Day. All right. So, and For so, all those who care. So 1887 <laughs> was the first Groundhog Day. Okay. So we are now in 2024. So what's that? About 100 and uh, how many years ago is that? 150 or so. How many years are we talking about here? 1924 would be 100 years. 1900 would be 124 years. And then 13 more years for 1887. So that would put it at um, 137 years. So in 137 years that Punxsutawney Phil and the many in, incarnations thereafter of Punxsutawney Phil, because he haven't, hasn't lived for 137 years, <laughs> out of those 137 years, he has predicted an early spring only 21 out of 137 years wow that's kind of like the jets making the playoffs right <laughs> 21 times out of 137 years what, what are we having them. Isn't he cute? yeah oh, he is a good looking he's phil a is a good looking dude man he is <clears throat> wow he's not as cute as my cats but my cats. but he but phil's a good looking dude but nevertheless so there you go now if it's an early spring of course means baseball right and if you're a big Met fan like me, don't expect much. They signed some, I forgot the guy's name now. I should have came down with it. They signed some nondescript left-handed relief pitcher that pitched for Tampa, right? Jake something or other. Who the hell knows who this guy is? And I'm supposed to get excited about this? If you're a Met fan right now, you have got to be disgusted. They have done nothing. They didn't sign Justin Turner. They let him go to Toronto. Look, I've said this over and over. You can think whatever you want to think, okay? But I've been saying this since the day they hired this David freaking Stearns, all right? David Stearns was brought here to run the Mets like a small market team. Wake up and smell the coffee, okay? That's the bottom line. They're not signing anybody, right? Just look at the great, look at look at the like, sign this year. Luis Severino, Harrison Bader. Joey Wendell. They re-signed Adam Adovino. What? How do you bring him back? How is Adam Adovino? Tell me, what Met fan? Who was that guy? Maybe his wife, Mrs. Adovino, that wanted to see Adam Adovino come back to the Mets. Was there anybody? Anybody living that wanted to see this guy back? What a disgrace. I mean, you can't get, you have a bigger disgrace than that. The Mets are a joke. Who's going to be the DH? Mark Vientos? Is he going to be the DH? I mean, come on. What a Oh, my God. David. And how about this? And this ticks me. And this should tick you off, too, if you're a Met fan. So Steve Cohen, right? He's got all this money that he wants to, you know, uh, uh, make the chop shop area there, right next to City Field, into this, like, you know, uh, shopping malls and Ferris wheels and casinos and all this crap. He's got all that money for that. He's got all this money to invest. Did you see this thing with the PGA Tour where they invested all a different, you know, bunch of group of sports people, including Cohen, invested all this money in the PGA Tour. So these guys that didn't go to the Live Tour can now start to kind of make the same money that the guys on the Live Tour were making. Now, they still haven't figured out how they're going to work out the Live Tour and the PGA Tour because it's still the way it was. 
And Pebble Beach is going on this week, and every all the big PGA guys are playing in it. I'm rooting, I love to see Ricky Fowler win this, by the way. He was only four. I think he's four. If I watching yesterday, I believe Patrick Cantlay is the leader at either eight or nine under par. My wife will check it out. I know that guy Pavan was coming on, uh, Thomas Dietrich, a couple other people. But Fowler was like five under par. But the bottom line is this. The PGA Tour and the Live Tour have got to get this straightened out. They do. Because right now, the only time we see Brooks Kepka and Dustin Johnson and Bubba Watson and uh, John Rahm now and Cameron Smith and Phil Mickelson, the only time we see them is when there's majors now. That's the only tournaments they're playing in with the PGA Tour guys. They don't even play in a players tour now, in a players uh, a tournament, which is coming up in Saw- at Sawgrass in a little bit. Pontre Verde, I believe, is in how they say that in Florida. You have the you have the leaderboard. Thomas Dietrich is a leader at nine hundred. Okay, and what's Cantlay eight under, yes. right behind him? Right Ricky is five under, right? Ricky, I think, is five under Ricky Fowler right now. But anyway, so if you're getting into Pebble Beach and the weather's supposed to be bad yeah. at Pebble. And the weather's, thank you, darling. The weather's supposed to be crummy at Pebble all week, but whatever. But getting back to Cohen. So Cohen, he's in, he's, he's investing all this money in making this, you know, these, you know, it's like uh, this wonderful area next to City Field, right? Which I'm all for, don't get me wrong. It's long overdue, right? Although next to City Field should be the new Jet Stadium. That's really what should be there. But that's another story, Okay. But he supposedly Cohen has put money into the PGA like millions. So he's not spending any money on his baseball team. He's not paying Pete Alonzo. And I'm telling you right now, and I hope I'm wrong about this. Pete Alonzo is gone at the end of the year. They are not going to resign him. And don't be shocked. I'm telling you, Mets fans, get ready. Buckle up. Because I'm telling you right now, if this team gets off to a crummy start, and they're way out of it by the middle of, you know, by the deadline, the trade deadline of July 31st, they're going to trade them. You watch. I'm telling you, get ready. Buckle up, Met fans. It's Tom Seaver all over again coming up, right up our rear end. Boom. <laughs> so Cohen's got all this money to spend, right, to to straighten, you know, to, to make it a nice uh, malls and all next to City Field. He's got all this money to invest in the PGA Tour, right? He's got all that. He he tried to get, uh, what's his name, Yakamoto there for $325 million, right? But he got no money to go buy a designated hitter. He can't go spend money on J.D. Martinez or Justin Turner or Orhe Soler, right? Can't do that. Why would he do that? Come on. Can't go get uh, Jordan Montgomery or Blake Snell. Nah, we got some stupid relief pitcher we never heard of. We got Adam Adovino back. Come on. Let's be thrilled. Let's do a dance. What a disgrace, right? But he offers $325 million to this Yakamoto who's never pitched a second in the major leagues. Where's the money for Pete? You got money for this guy, but you don't have money to, to, to sign Pete Alonso to a long-term deal? You know why? Because Stearns doesn't like him. And remember this, okay? Remember this, Met fans. When Pete's playing for the Cubs or, God forbid, the Yankees or somebody like that, uh, don't be surprised, right? Remember this, Met fans, all right? Not that you just heard it from me. Remember last year, remember they, they were talking to the Brewers, <coughs> Stearns' team, 
about trading Alonzo to Milwaukee. Why? So Stearns could get him out of New York and didn't have to worry about paying him when he got here? Is that what it was? Let me tell you, they will be a, the, the fan base is going to go nuts if they don't bring Alonzo back. And that would be typical, typical of the New York Mets. They brought this guy here to run the Mets like a small freaking market team. Bottom line. And we thought the Wilpons were gone. Oh, my God. All right. All right, let's get these sponsors in here. That's very depressing. Wilpons not being gone? No. I mean, the fact of, what is he doing? He's doing nothing. He's doing nothing. He's playing with his guy. Yeah, right. Okay, here we go. <laughs> here we go. Uh, the Hackensack Brewing Company, again, we want to thank everybody that was there. Uh, we could go today. They were great. That was a tremendous night. We had a great night. Mike Jones and TJ and Andre and the whole, the whole group over there. Uh, we'll let you know when the next one live podcast will be sometime probably around the beginning of the spring or something like that. I guess it's going to be earlier than we thought because Punxsutawney Phil did not see his shadow. Consequently, the spring's coming earlier. So, but you know the story about the Hackensack Brewing Company. It's located 10 minutes uh, off the GW Bridge, 30 seconds off Route 4, and, and beautiful. Who needs a house out in Hackensack? The tap room's open 4.30 to 10, Monday through Friday, 2 to 10, Saturday, 12 to 8, Sunday, uh, 78 Johnson Avenue in Hackensack. Check it out. Try my Oda Payne beer and all of that. We'll let you know when the next live podcast is coming. Don't forget, uh, Anita Discount Tire. Check it out. See my son, Johnny. See his boss, Ari, Rob, the whole group over there. You need work done on your car. You need tires. You need car inspected, whatever it is. Go see them all at Anita Discount Tire. Tell them I sent you. And uh, it's the place to go if you need any work done, anything done automotively. It's in Rivervale, New Jersey, one of my favorite towns in New Jersey. Got my first hole-in-one at the Rivervale Golf Course there. And, of course, it's on Westwood Avenue in Rivervale. Tell them I sent you. And then, of course, DraftKings, you need to bet on anything. Not much going on, but, you know, you want to bet on the NBA, you want to bet on the the stupid the stupid uh, NHL All-Star game. Who cares about these All-Star games? And even the NFL, they're doing that stupid flag football for the Pro Bowl. Come on. Really? Does anybody care? Who the hell is watching that? Please. What a joke. But if you want to bet on the college bet, big game for St. John's tomorrow. They play uh, UConn at the Garden. St. John's is Fading. They lost to Xavier the other day. Let's go, Ricky. Let's go, baby. Anyway, be that as it may. Um, you want to bet on college basketball? Whatever you want to do. You want to bet on women's college basketball? You want to do that? Uh, you know, you can do anything. You can bet on anything. You want to bet on the British Premier League if you want to in soccer. Whatever you want to do, DraftKings <clears throat> is the way to go. And remember, um, if you got a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Visit www.sot1800gambler.net. In beautiful New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY. Text HOPE-NY-467-369. Okay. Beningo, the Oda Payne podcast. We're all over the place today because there's really nothing going on. How about the Knicks, though? How about they won again last night? They were nine in a row. They were behind 15 to Indiana in this game. They were behind late. Jalen Brunson with another ridiculous night, scored 40 points, really took over down the stretch, and the Knicks won their ninth straight game. They are, I believe the number now, what is it, 15-2 and two since the OGN and OB trade? And he's been out. He didn't play again last night. Randall's still out. Looks like he's only going to be out two to three weeks. They have not lost a game since Randall got hurt. Unbelievable. It's, it's just crazy. 
You know, Precious <coughs> Achu is playing great. Uh, Isaiah Hartenstein has been with the, I think they combined for like 16 offensive rebounds in the game last night. Uh, Josh Hart's been tremendous. The Villanova uh, triumvirate of Hart, uh, DiVincenzo, and Brunson have been unbelievable. I mean, it's unreal. The Knicks are 32-17. and 17. This is by far the best Knicks team since the Ewing years, since the 90s. It's not even debatable. And let's be honest, Jalen Brunson is the best Knicks, and all due respect to Carmelo Anthony, right? Stephon Marbury, hi, I say that facetiously. Uh-huh. In all due respect to Carmelo Anthony, this Jalen Brunson is the best Nick since number 33 was roaming the court at the Garden. That's it. There's not, it's not even a debate. It's not even a thought. How good is this guy? I mean, it's unbelievable. This guy's like Clyde back in the 70s. I mean, you got to be kidding me. He's been phenomenal, unconscious Jalen Brunson. One of the top players in basketball. I mean, I, to me, you got to look at him in, with MVP considerations because this Nick team is rolling. Right now, the, o- the only teams in the East with better records than the Knicks now are the Celtics and the Bucks. That's it. They've gone by Philly. They're going by everybody. Like, they're standing still. And I know the trade deadline's coming up. I, don't, I wouldn't make any moves. I wouldn't make any moves. There's no way. I don't want anybody. Let's just leave this team alone, even without Randall right now. Just leave this team alone and let's roll. They got the Lakers coming up. What is that game? Saturday? Tomorrow it is. Tomorrow at the Garden, the Lakers are coming in. Go stick it up there. Uh, go stick it up LeBron's rear end, too. Let's do that. Right? <laughs> I mean, his team is just rolling right now. Who's? I mean, unbelievable how good the Knicks are. I mean, you really – look, it's long overdue. The Knicks fans have suffered for a long time. You know, they basically had 20-plus years of just absolute crap at the Garden. Where the Garden, you know, Jim Dolan, they were a laughing stock. With, the, with his with his franchise, and right now you got you got the Knicks rolling along. You got the Rangers in first place in their division, even though we're at the All Star game right now. So things at Madison Square Garden are looking very, very, very good. How great would it be if both of them wound up in the finals? That would be something, wouldn't it? You know, don't count on that happening. <clears throat> but right now, if you're a fan of the Knicks and the Rangers, you're living large, and nobody right now is, is doing better. Then Jalen Brunson, how great has Jalen Brunson been? It's just, wow. You just shake your head and say, man, oh, man, the guy has just been freaking phenomenal. Nine in a row, 15-2 and two since the Ananobi trade, and they just continue to roll, 32-17. and 17. This team's going to win 50-plus games. There's no doubt in my mind. Probably, let's see. They, if they go eight, if they got to go 18-15 and 15 the rest of the way just to get to the number 50, right? That would put them at 50 and 32. I don't see any way they don't do that. I really don't. And again, I know the trade deadline's coming up. I would not make any moves. Even with Randall out, I would not make any moves with this basketball team. You're going to eventually get Mitchell Robinson back. You know, uh, it's unbelievable. It really is. And that trade, you know, it's starting to look like the Dave DeBusha trade, right? Going back to, you know, 1968. It's unbelievable. It really is. The Ananobi trade. And I wasn't thrilled about trading Barrett and quickly, but, you know, it's turning out to be like Wolf Bellamy and, and uh, Butch Comives for Dave DeBusher. I mean, that's what this trade's looking like. You know, we know what Ananobi's done, even though he's missed a couple of games now. It hasn't mattered. They win anyway. But uh, even you bringing in Precious Achua, how good has he been? This guy's been, been spectacular off the bench. And actually, he's been starting because Hartenstein was out. 
I guess Hartenstein started last night. But, you know, you got right now just amazing what the Knicks are doing. Like I said, they were behind early against Indiana, came all the way back. That one sequence where, where Brunson basically got belted in the mouth, Indiana gets an easy basket off of that to take a one-point lead late in the fourth quarter. No call, by the way. Why would there be? He only got hit in the face. Why would they make a call? Who wouldn't do that? <laughs> and then Brunson comes down immediately right after that and hits a big three-point play. Knicks take the lead again. Brunson continues to be unconscious the rest of the way, and the Knicks go on to win the game. Unbelievable. You're, right now, you're just sitting there and saying, oh, my God, you know? And if, if you're a pessimist, you could say, well, when is the shoe going to drop? But I don't see the shoe dropping. I really don't. All right, before we get out of here, uh, and again, it still is February 2nd, by the way. You know, we still got, and remember, we got an extra day in February. I know everybody's happy about it. Leap year. So if you're born on leap year, you really, I mean, think about this. If you're born on leap year, if your birthday's leap year, how old are you really? Right? Right. You can either be like 10, right? Or you could be like 40, right? So no, you could either have the birthday of the 28th right. or March the 1st. See, I wouldn't have any birthday. <laughs> no, I wouldn't. I mean, because my birthday would be, I would just say my birthday's every four years. That's, I'm, I'm, I'm I got that, I'm really like 12 years old. Well, I got that youthful glow. Like I'm 70 now. So let's say if it's like, like we're running out of time here. So I, I really, if you were, and I, I was not born in February 29th, but if you were and you were 70 years old like me, you'd be like 45 now. <laughs> right? How about that? Everybody enjoy your weekend without football. I know it's difficult. You know, do something. Have sex, do drugs, drink a lot, whatever. <laughs> whatever you need to do. And uh, we will, of course, talk to you on Monday. So enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the wonderful weather here in New Jersey. And, of course, all the love.